Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio. We are back with another interview, another great episode. Today, we have Mahesh Ram, the founder and CEO of Salvi. Uh, you're going to learn more about them in just a moment. And they're actually, I'm very excited, one of our sponsors uh, for this month. Very, very excited about that. So thank you. <laughs> a few quick things before we get started. If you have an amazing story that you want to share, or you have a question that you'd like me to answer, you can go to any of the social media channels and you know where they are. They're everywhere. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And just uh, share your story. I'll comment on it or leave your question. I'll either answer it there or I'll answer it uh, on this show. By the way, use the hashtag AskShep if you do a question. And I may answer it in my newsletter or on my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Roku, C-Suite TV. And now we've moved the first season to YouTube. And all you have to do is go to BeAmazing.tv. So with that in mind, I want to thank our sponsor, Salvi. And if you want to learn more about their AI solution and how you can create a concierge-level experience 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if you want to learn more about it, just go to www.salvi.com forward slash Shep. That's my name, S-H-E-P. All right, let's get into the interview. Mahesh Ram is here. He is the founder and CEO of Salvi. And we're going to talk about technology today. We're going to talk about chatbots. Everybody's dealt with them. Some people love them. Some people are frustrated with them. But the bottom line, if we were going to title, and actually we are going to title this episode, this is what it is. Five-star customer experience, concierge-like experiences enabled by smarter technology. So that's what we're talking about today. Mahesh, welcome to the show. Chef, it is Amazing to be on your show. Thank you so much for having us. We're very happy to be on. <laughs> well, thanks. That's why we call it Amazing Business Radio. So first of all, let's go to this topic. You know, And, and by the way, I, the actual title we're going to use is Five Star CX of the Future, but I don't think it's in the future. I think it's happening right now. I think the future is taking place as we are. I mean, maybe two years ago, we could have looked out and said, could it really get this good? So let's talk about it. I mean, is the future now or do we have to wait another year or two for it to be great? No, I think the future is is here and I think it's only going to get brighter from here. Um, at Salvi, we're already delivering, um, you know, fantastic you know, self-service automation and smart journeys to hundreds of millions of users of many of the world's largest brands. It's already happening. We're using our AI machine learning and natural language understanding to 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 power these concierge level journeys. And we'll talk more about what that is. It's not always about AI and, and bots and, and other things. It involves human beings as well, but we're already doing this. We're working with leading B2B and B2C companies around the world, and we're making it easy uh, to implement this for many of the largest companies in the world. Great, and two things I heard there that are important. Number one, you mentioned there is a human experience. I think the best companies have figured out the balance between using technology and you know, balancing it with a human-to-human -human experience when necessary. But I know from our research uh, in our Achieving a, a Customer Amazement Report, which uh, we're going to do another one for 2021, we found that many people 
love to go uh, on the self-service route on their own. Self-service meaning maybe they go to a, a great knowledge base on a website, maybe they go to video tutorials, or maybe they interact with AI and a chatbot. But it's it's what's setting them up, ideally not getting to the human experience because the solutions are so good. But if needed, then created that that seamless and and uh, I believe one of the words you like to use is an effortless type experience. You know, get effortless to the agent who can then you know just continue the conversation. Am I, am I on spot on with that or? Yeah, absolutely. I think that you know I think we always start by debunking some myths, right? And I think first myth is that automation and, and you know, whether you're using chatbots or workflows or any other <clears throat> technology and the human experience are mutually exclusive or they're somehow disconnected. And that used to be the case in the past, but it's not, a, it's not at all the case today. I think, I think the best solutions really start out by putting the user at the front and center. So if we're thinking about it from the consumer's perspective or the end user's perspective, what do we want to do? We want to allow that user to self-serve in many cases, but we never want to deflect them. We don't want to create false friction. When we want to make it transparent to them who they're dealing with, if they're interacting with a machine, then we want to make that clear. We want to make it clear to them how to get to a human being. And then in many cases, we want to guide them. So I think the beauty of technology is that oftentimes I can guide you on a path and your path down troubleshoot something might be different than someone else's. And how do we guide you down that thing to detect your intent, use the interactivity, and ultimately, I sometimes I'm still going to get you to a human being, but now that agent is empowered. That agent knows what you've already done, and you're not having to repeat yourself. Um, you, so in some cases, you've self-serve. In other cases, the agent's handling your situation better and faster. Uh, and that's all about designing for that consumer or end user upfront. All right. So you just said something that's really important. I want everybody to hear this. The conversation continues from the digital uh, support to the and when I when I think of that continues, I don't have to start over with an agent. It's it just moves, it flows right in. You mentioned, and I don't remember the exact words a moment ago, but something to the effect of when I finally do talk to the agent, the agent knows what I've been looking for or asking about because somehow that information gets relayed to that agent so they can support me without having to ask me all the same questions that that you know automated system may have asked me. Correct. And in many cases, think, let's use an example. Um, you know, we, we might work, somebody may be having trouble with an app that's crashing, right? And if we build a troubleshooting scenario that asks you some questions. Have you tried A? Have you tried B? And, and it turns out that neither of those work. Then I want to get you to a human being. And the last thing I want is for that human being to have you try A or B again. Right, right, um, right. You're probably, you're probably in that 20% of people who actually need to speak to that agent. The other 80%, we may have solved the issue by walking them down the troubleshooting sequence. But both sides are better off. The business is better off because the agents are equipped to handle the edge cases. That's what they're trained to do. And the machine is taking care of the, 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 the fat part of the distribution, if you will, the 80% that can be handled by the consumer. And the consumer is getting the answer in under a minute. Um, they're thrilled with the brand. They're like, this is great. I can get back to work. I can get back to whatever I was going to do. Yeah. And so one of the things I think it's important for brands to do, uh, whether it be B2B, B2C, but anytime there is a digital alternative to talking to a human is to somehow teach the customer to go there first and have confidence in the system. And uh, I remember it wasn't all that long ago that I was talking about uh, upgrading to a new software application. And one of the things that very much intrigued me was how I get my first level of support. 
And it was exactly this. Mm -hmm. And uh, they explained how easy it would be to segue straight into, um, you know, the human, you know, need. And that was one of the important things is that, uh, and I guess I said I was going to make two points. And I think I may have made them when I first said two things. But it's important in my mind that this is not to replace the human. I think that's a mistake for companies to think that way. And it's, and it's, I think more than anything, that should make everybody feel good. It's all, and you said, put the user first and, and then see what the best flow to get the answers to the questions or problems resolved. And if it includes a human, great. And if not, that's fine too. Yeah, I, I completely agree with your statement that it's not about eliminating the human at all. Um, but I would add one other thing. It's also not about deflecting the user from from getting to right. Support. You use that before. Yeah, very important. And explain exactly what you mean by that. We don't want deflection. We either want to self serve the user, or we want to get them gracefully to the channel or agent that can best help them. And that might that's also a second part of the equation. And there are some situations where there's a specialized agent or a specialized person who knows how to handle a certain type of request. So. Imagine the best experience for the consumer is I try to self-serve you if I can. Um, you, we realize jointly that, that it really does require an agent. You are provisioned the right agent in the right channel. You get to the right person who can actually help you. They have all the context that you've done in the self-service, and they know how to solve your problem. Everybody is better off. The business is better off. The agent's better off, and the consumer is far better off. They're not having to repeat themselves. That is what I talk about. That's not deflection. That's either self-service or a guided journey to the best possible solution, resolution. I think that's the, the way to sum it up, a guided journey to the best possible solution, regardless of how it is valid. So I, I, I guess, um, does the technology, uh, does it detect, number one, that the customer is not getting the answers that they want? And number two, I think you, you've answered this. I just want to make confirmation. When it does submit to the agent, it knows enough to send me to the right agent. So this is, this is one of the really powerful aspects of what we've done with our platform at Solvi. On the front end, we've got a very powerful capability to detect user intent from everyday natural language. So you don't come in and say, I want to return a pair of jeans. You might come in and say, I bought a pair of jeans. They don't fit me. What do I do? So the ability to understand that that is likely a return or a cancel, being able to train our machine learning to understand how people express that issue means that when you finish saying that or typing it, whatever it might be, we can immediately pop up and say, looks like you might want to return or exchange a product. Is that right? And then I take you down a guided journey. Maybe I collect some information from you, pull up the product you want to return, look up the order, whatever it might be. Um, and then I get you to, uh, to being able to do that. Now, let's say you have a second question and that one requires a human being. And it's a specific question about how do I um, upgrade my subscription. And so I know I need to get you to a sales agent, someone who is equipped to talk about different plans that you might want. Well, now I've detected that that question is a sales type of question, and, I've, and the business can actually wire that journey to say, for these kinds of questions, between the hours of midnight and noon, I want to get you to a sales agent. But at 1, 1, a, at, you know, 1 p.m., maybe I don't have an agent working, so maybe there I have to collect the information differently. All of that is part of that intelligence layer orchestration that businesses control. And they can manipulate it. They can change it. Black Friday, they might want to turn off chat for an hour because they're overwhelmed. They can control all of that. So it creates a beautiful, elegant experience for the consumer. Um, and the business can actually, um, you know, control it um, how they need to based on who, what their staffing level is or what their expertise level is. 
Wow. So we're talking about this concierge-like experience enabled by smarter technology, enabled by AI and chatbots. And I actually have from my notes that came from your team, uh, the three elements that go into this concierge-like experience. So I want everybody to hang on. We're going to take a short break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, which is Salvi. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk about these three elements of the concierge-like experience that can be driven and fueled by chatbots and AI. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Does your team struggle to handle high volumes of support calls and emails during peak times? Well, if so, Salvi has your back. Salvi's next-gen chatbot and automation platform built on real AI technology delivers an effortless experience to your customers 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Salvi is not like traditional chatbots that are easily confused by customers' questions and require lots of technical training and expertise to build and maintain. No, Salvi is intelligent, low maintenance, and fully customizable for a brilliant customer experience every time. Visit www.salvi.com forward slash Shep for a free Salvi demo and a CX consultation on how Salvi can be personalized for your brand and business. Salvi, the next-gen chatbot platform. You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Mahesh Ram, the founder and CEO of Salvi. And, you know, I want to talk about these three key elements of the concierge-like experience. But before I, I still have some questions about um, this whole concept of AI and chatbots. And it's, to me, it's, it's, um, it's, more, it's becoming more and more common. But how easy is it to put together a solution? Is this, does this take you know, months and months? Does it take millions and millions of dollars? Do you have to be a huge iconic brand to bring this into your business? Can you give us some insight and pull a little bit, uh, give us a little bit of what's behind the curtain on that? I think this is one of the great advancements over the last few years, Shep. And, and I cite the consulting firm Gartner did a study last year where they surveyed corporate executives, many at large companies, about what the top three motivators for AI and machine learning investment. The number one item was customer experience. So applying AI and machine learning to customer experience. In fact, it was double the next top category. But there was a big, there was a big question there. And when they asked these executives about the challenges, the number one item they said was skills of staff. So there's a perception that you need to have a whole team of developers and other folks lying around to work on this and building this from scratch. And I think that that's been true in the past. Uh, many of the big uh, hyped things require companies to invest in their own engineering and data science teams to implement it, costing costly to maintain and so on. And the problem is that for most CX leaders, they don't have those resources. They're competing for these very scarce development resources with core product and core engineering teams. So what do you do in that? Well, I think what we've done with Solvi and, and I think is to allow brands of all sizes, including very large ones, to build that concierge level conversational, personalized experience in days and weeks, not months and years. So it's codeless. It doesn't require engineers to write code. Any subject matter expert can actually build conversational experiences. It's integrated with your own company's API systems, lookups, all the kinds of your data about your users, if that's necessary. It's dynamic because things always change in your business. How do you maintain it? Some new product comes out. How do you self-serve that? 
that we're able to do it dynamically. And we're coming to the table with machine learning already pre-trained for industry. So being able to say you're an e-commerce company, we already know how hundreds of millions of people ask questions about returns, exchanges, missing items. And so you don't have to rebuild that from scratch. And ultimately that, that makes it a very organic system in the sense of it's continuously getting smarter, but it's very easy to implement in days and weeks, not months. Wow. Interesting. I mean, I, I just remember uh, like a few years ago, how frustrating some of these chatbots are. And today, how some of them, I mean, here's the thing. The only reason I know for sure it's a chatbot is how fast the answer comes back to me when I type something in. And uh, I also, I mean, you used the concept uh, or mentioned the term natural language protocol, I believe, uh, earlier in our conversation. Uh, natural language, was it protocol? Was that? Um, it's, well, it's natural language understanding or natural language processing. Processing. So NLU or NLP. Yeah. Right. All right. And, and you know, as I talk to, I, I just recently uh, called the company and you know what? I know I was dealing with the computer, no doubt about it, but in talking to the computer, not typing, but in talking, the voice came back to me like a normal human being. It didn't come back to me in a digitized voice. So um, I, I thought that was pretty cool that they were able to give me that uh, feeling. But by, by the way, there was no doubt it was a computer because when I'd answer, ask a question, it would take a moment for the person to respond to me or for the computer to respond. But it did it in a voice that was really comfortable. So uh, I love that that's what we're coming to. And I think there will be a time in the in the very near future where we as consumers and customers experience more and more of what I would call a natural experience in a conversation with the computer, um, not a feeling that we're dealing with the digital assistant. Absolutely. I completely agree. I think it's going to feel seamless. And that's what we want. Right? That's what all of us as consumers want. Yep. We want it to be seamless. All right. I promised our audience that we we're going to talk about these, these uh, elements that go into creating that concierge style experience. So I know number one is personalization. Go ahead and give us your take on that. Well, I'll start with a quote of yours. Um, you, you wrote in one of your blogs about ritualizing the experience that you said a tailored oh, yeah. experience, you said a tailored experience that leaves the user with a positive experience with your brand. And I thought that's the perfect expression of what personalization ought to be. And for us, personalization can take different forms when we work with our customers. First is what I call the unit of one personalization. Unit of one says, I know, I know I need to know something about Shep in order to solve his specific issue. So this might be a, a very personalized experience where I look up your order or I look up um, your, the status of your account um, or any of that thing. And I have to look up a system of record. I have to understand a little bit about you. Again, not tech pretending to be a human, but using context about you to do this. A good example would be, you know, we work with Scribd, which is a very large subscription economy company. And, you know, there's a lot of issues that can be self-served by looking up, you know, when does my subscription expire? When does when do I need to renew? And, and what am I entitled to? All of these things, entitlements is a great example of something that's a unit of one personalization. I don't need to wait 10 minutes for an agent to tell me I'm not entitled to something. I ought to be able to tell you who I am, give an order number or something, or my email address, and for you to come back and say exactly what I'm entitled to. And so that's an example of a unit of one personalization. The, the second type of personalization is what I call cohort personalization. So this is grouping users into categories according to who they are as a persona. So a persona could be, I'm a first 30 day user of a new product. I have very specific needs. I need to be educated. I need to learn. 
maybe I've been using the product for three years. I'm in a different persona. I'm an experienced user. I might have different needs around customer experience. An exa- a COVID-related example that I think is very relevant is we work with one of the largest ticketing agencies or companies in the world. It's online tickets, so concerts, mo- you know, movies, uh, sporting events. And, in, and as audiences are returning to stadiums for sporting events, you're starting to get into issues like how do I take my season ticket and transfer it to someone else without needing them in person, without having to go somewhere. So they've had to be engin- in use ingenuity, you know, and our platform to be able to say, how do we do, uh, you know, a contactless ticket transfer using a conversational model, right? So being able to come in and say, I want to, I want to give Chef my tickets to to this week's 49er game. I'm a season ticket holder. There's a process for that, but I can go through that. It can be automated. I can transfer it. All of that can be done without waiting for an agent because an agent may not be available and I might need to transfer that today. Right. So that's an example of a cohort type of personalization where everybody who's in the in the classification of season ticket holder might use that capability. Right. And, mm-hmm. so and it's so kind of like a segmented, but you've taken a group and you've segmented them into different places. Uh, you got great. it. You know, I always use Nike as a great example of persona personalization. You're not going to sell somebody that's been buying uh, track shoes. You're not going to try to sell them. Um, you know, uh, wrestling shoes or, or uh, baseball cleats or something like that. So exactly. uh, it's, it's very specific. Yep. Yep. Great. And I would um, just say one other thing, just quickly, mm-hmm. Jeff, is that I think in the future, we're also going to be able to tell, detect what you're actually doing in the moment if you're if you allowed out as a consumer. So in the example of a, of a car service, you know, the driver might be on a particular job. The kinds of questions they're going to ask while they're actually in a ride with a passenger are quite different than the ones they ask when they're at home. So we'll be able to get more and more intelligent about when we're answering certain questions. I love that. And I will give you permission. I mean, I'm the guy that's a stick a chip in my neck and make my life better. Just don't abuse me. <laughs> so uh, number two, and uh, it's, it's the concept we've talked about already, human and AI working together. Yeah, I think we're just in the beginning stages of this, as, you know, across the industry, but I think it's already working well. I think, as we said, it's self-server we can, make it possible for the, for, the, uh, agents, for the agent to be available to the consumer or the user when they need it. When they do need it, hand it off seamlessly so that all the context and information is passed through. We call it case decoration or chat decoration, um, where the agent knows everything that's happened beforehand. Um, and then also, I think the, the next generation of this is while I'm actually chatting with you, I might realize that you need an automation. Maybe I need you to fill out a, a, a form about the damaged product. I, can, I could be able to send that to you right in the chat and have you self-serve while you're in a live chat with me, if that makes sense. So you can actually have live conversations interspersed with AI back and forth. So I know that I don't, so I can go help someone else while you're filling out the form about a damaged product. You know? And that's, that also dramatically increases productivity. So I think there's a ton of potential for human plus AI going forward. What about the idea that the agent can get supported by AI? This is definitely also um, in the example I gave, you know, the, the agent is sitting there and they, they suddenly realize 
that Chef's question is something that can be handled by one of these automations and workflows. And so they just, they just drop that into you and let the AI do the work. So let's say you come in and you're chatting with me and you say, I'd really like to pause my meal subscription because I'm going on vacation to Italy. Remember those vacations? We've forgotten about them, I guess, from the last year. But <laughs> what is that? Is that, I haven't heard that word in a while. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to pause, there's no reason why you should have to wait for the agent to help you. The agent can be chatting with you and say, here's a, here, you can do this yourself. Uh, and, and let you do it, right? So that's an example of an agent being using the technology to, to push the technology to you. Great, great. And why don't we jump to number three? I, I know we're, we're, I, we're not quite out of time, but I want to make sure I get all three of these in, which is the whole concept of anywhere, anytime. Some call it omni-channel. Uh, talk to me about that. I think it's very simple. I think we have an entire generation of consumers, and I think COVID has accelerated this, that want to be served where they live and work and play. They don't want to have to come to your brand, to your website, to your mobile app to be served. So somebody said Instagram is the new mall, which I thought was a great summation of that idea. And so for brands to be relevant in the next in the next decade, they're going to have to be with their consumers. They're going to have to provide the same consistent, effortless self-service experience across every channel that the consumer chooses to use, whether that's uh, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, web, mobile, phone, SMS, you name it. But it's got to be consistent. And this is the key. It can't, you can't give me one answer when I'm an SMS and for the same question and give me a different answer when you're on web and mobile. So how do you do that? Well, you have to, you have to be smart. You have to say, let's keep the platform intelligence centralized and then make the delivery to these different channels something the user doesn't even have to think about. They can come anywhere on Facebook Messenger and ask a question, get a great answer. So that is really the, the key to, I think, delivering that omni-channel anywhere, anytime experience. Yeah, I, and, and I think that customers just, they decide I want to talk or I want to communicate to the company and whatever device, if they happen to be at home working on their computer, they're probably going to use your com- their computer. If they're out somewhere, they're going to pick up their mobile. It And then who knows when they finally get into the mobile or the computer, are they going to use your website? Are they going to use an app they already have, um, you know, messaging? So really it sounds overwhelming to be everywhere, but it's not like it used to be. There's plenty of programs that will bring it all together for you. Agreed. And I think you've seen that in other countries. It's interesting, North America is actually lagging in this. You know, if you look at countries like India and China, people are living out of some of these apps. They're ordering pizza and they're and they're ordering a taxi and they're and they're chatting with their friends at the same time, all out of the same app. So I think that kind of convergence is, is inevitable. Um, it won't be everybody going to the same platform. I might use Twitter on a Monday and I might use WhatsApp on a Wednesday and I might use your, your company's website on a Friday. But the brand's got to be able to serve me, the user, in all those places and remember something about me so that I, you don't waste my time and ask me the same questions again. So that's, it's got to be consistent and it's got to remember who I am. It's got to have the, the muscle memory, so to speak, across channels. All right. So number one, personalization. Number two, the integration of human and artificial intelligence. Number three is everywhere, anywhere, anytime. That's known as omni-channel by many. And uh, let's get to the final question. And you know what's coming. And that's the one thing question. As we start to wrap up today, and by the way, great information. Obviously, uh, I love an interview where I'm talking, I call I call this kind of like in the trenches interview because I'm Many times I interview authors and uh, thought leaders, and that's great. But when I get to interview the guy that founded a company, the CEO of a company that is bringing some of what we experience day to day, giving us information and making us understand it better, this is why I call it amazing business radio. 
<laughs> so the one question, what's one last thing you want to share with us? Something new or do you want to emphasize something you've already talked about? I think it's an emphasis. I think it's the very simply, if you're a business today, you can build a world-class concierge level conversational customer experience with best-in-class AI and machine learning technology in weeks, not months, with very little effort from your team's engineering, and really take advantage of, of what the great work that's been done with hundreds of millions of other users of great companies. And I think what the benefits, uh, I always like to say that that companies used to have to make a false choice between profitability and customer satisfaction. We've eliminated that. You can now bend the profitability curve in the right direction, but you can increase customer satisfaction by using technology. And I think that that's the real promise and that's what we're delivering on. And uh, if businesses want to learn more about that, you know, we're happy to chat, but that's, that's the one lesson I would say we're taking away. I love it. And if businesses do want to learn more about that, just go to www.solvy.com forward slash Shep and connect through that. And I'll guarantee uh, you buy somebody a drink and they will tell you all about Solvy. <laughs> Not just kidding, but no, they will be happy to share with you, demo, do whatever, get you all the information you need. I find this absolutely fascinating. And really, I think back to a number of years ago when I started to attend conferences and hearing about this. And, uh, you know, you and I briefly talked about IBM before we, we started our, our uh, interview today. And they sent me to something called Cognitive College, where I got to learn and understand. And my final exam was I had to create uh, the conversation between me and a retailer. So I thought, well, what did I just gone out to buy a bike for my kid. Okay. And it was really interesting, the conversation that I created with uh, the machine. And uh, it's all coming to life right now. And in a way that I think it's, uh, you know, the future is now. So thank you, Mahesh, for sharing with us. Thank you, Salvi, for uh, a great product and really appreciate you. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio, because we have amazing people sharing amazing content and information. We're going to have another great interview next week. So until then, this is Shep Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.